Hi, Josh here with the NYC Godcast, where we bring wacky wisdom each week from God's Word. On today's episode, we're kicking off our Easter season with a brand new series. Uh, like the yucky medicine that mom gave you as a kid, sometimes things that are the hardest to swallow are actually the very thing that you need the most. Stay tuned today as we discuss the better cup. Well, spring has sprung! Oh no. And that Glad means Easter here, is easing its way into our lives like a barreling locomotive. <laughs> uh, so, what's your else? I think I ask this every yeah. year on this episode, but mm-hmm. here we are in tradition. Yeah. What's your favorite Easter tradition or memory? Mm. I like the sudden rice service. Okay, remember Still, that. Yeah, yeah, you're bored. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good answer. It just, yeah. you've said this before. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've, I think Easter's been different every year. Like, as far as like, I'm trying to go outside of like, her norm, you know, your normal answers. Like what I said. Your body. Yeah, like what you said. I was trying to go out of my body. And <laughs> so it seemed like that. <laughs> it wasn't working. She was floating out of here. I don't want to answer that badly. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I really like just having everybody together, like, and to relax. And it's nice to get out of the, um, you change out of your church clothes, you put on your pajamas, and then you start eating ham. You, you don't know get what I mean? pajamas. Yeah, we or ham. Well, you guys are doing it wrong. I don't think even eat We go back to our house, so. Um... I'm going to go back to a childhood memory, mm. um, being from Atlantic City, the boardwalk and everything. Mm. And just like after church, you kept your church clothes on and you just walked up and down the boardwalk oh. for no apparent reason until mm. your feet started hurting. Mm. And then you went home. That does so, sound yeah. fun. And did you nice. eat ham? Um, no. Like Easter growing up was not like a, you know, like Christmas meal. Mm. Thanksgiving. Easter was just like go home and eat a bologna sandwich and oh. go to mm. bed. Interesting. Yeah. Not I a bad like, idea. I like yeah. good bologna. Yeah. Fried bologna. Mm, Ooh, fried bologna with mayonnaise yeah. and warm lettuce. mayo on top. Oh, yeah. Mayonnaise, well, lettuce. It's warm after. Don't eat warm mayo. But after you put it on the hot, <laughs> after put on the hot bologna, it becomes warm mayo. You can eat warm mayo. mayo. You shouldn't. Warm, like mayo comes warm. It doesn't, it's not yeah, fresh. Yeah, but you, you open it. it. Yeah, but like you can eat it warm. You can eat warm, fresh mayonnaise. <laughs> yes, you get the fresh mayonnaise. <laughs> Only the best for Easter. That's right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like it, it's not opening the mayonnaise that yeah. makes it bad. It's when you, once you stick your knife in there. The knife on. Yeah, so if you have like the squeezable, mm. you, you wouldn't have to refrigerate it at all. Mm. Which is not good if it's egg. That true. can't be good. We got way off topic. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, what no, was your favorite part? I yeah, you didn't. Don't think. really have one. I don't, I don't know. Like I don't like Easter. Actually, <laughs> I want bologna now. Um, I would say sunrise he service. Like ham. <laughs> I don't. I've tried it so many times. I guess yeah. sunrise service. Like I don't know. You're just as boring as me. Yeah, like I don't. Do you go home and take a nap? No, no we never we do that. We go to our grandparents, which even then, like I like, it was always fun as kids playing yeah. in the yard. Like my grandma would always. We didn't like. She would hide eggs and then she would take them back from us and hide them again. Yeah. Like that was always fun. Yeah. Now yeah. she's doing it with our kids, mm-hmm. so I mean that's fun. So wait, the same day, the same eggs, yeah. same just day. hide them over and over again. It's basically there was nothing in them. There's yeah, they're just empty eggs. Ooh, you it's know just what? A game. We used okay. to put money in them. <laughs> yeah, I can remember as a kid at the church. So there was what one five dollar bill? Yeah. I think golden egg, yeah, the golden egg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything else is like pennies. <laughs> yeah, so Quarters. I don't know. Like, yeah. there's things. Uh, Reese eggs are always a favorite mm. memory. Ooh, yes, yeah. yes. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> you burned. Uh, <laughs> he just became okay. a taboo buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he had it. Didn't I? Because to me, like, okay, this is gonna sound strange, 
But a Reese's peanut butter cup, whoever invented that ratio to chocolate and peanut butter perfected it. So any other Reese's product oh, or a generic one, mm, it's not the same yeah, ratio. I disagree. So you're wrong. Because, because I feel like the tree and the egg taste even better than yes, the original. I agree. Like, I, agree. I don't know why. I agree. Not the little eggs. They sell the little Reese's no, eggs. No, 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 we are no. talking the eggs. The eggs. Like the same as the trees. That's right. what you're saying. Yeah. Right. There's so much peanut butter in it. It has no, to be like the there's no such thing. Mm. Like a crunch bar. No, what? that would be. There's a no peanut butter in this. <laughs> <laughs> crunch bar is a Kit Kat, basically. No, it's still wrong. I like Kit Kats. I don't like crunch bars. Crunch, crunch bar is like chocolate. air pumped into your chocolate. Like, mm. yeah. why? Yeah, yeah. Rice Krispies. Right. Oops, in my chocolate bar. Just a no. couple of them. <laughs> yeah, it's not Just a good. few little ones. So, no doubt, uh, thousands, if not millions, of people this month are going to join in celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and for good reason, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, truly, our risen Savior is a reason to rejoice. Uh, but a lot of times we get so caught up in the lilies and the empty tomb and the candy and the mm. bunny uh, that we forget the process that leads up to it. Yeah. We forget what goes before the cross. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about this month. Mm-hmm. Um, so before Jesus was ever placed into a grave, he had to endure the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, before he ever climbed Calvary, he had to go through Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. And it's here in the garden scene that uh, we're going to talk about today uh, with the better Bitter cup. So this is what the Bible says in somewhere. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it Mm -hmm. and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remissions of sin. Verse 36. Then cometh Jesus with them into a place called Gethsemane and saith unto them, the disciples, sit ye here while I go pray yonder. Verse 38. Then saith Jesus unto them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O Father, O my Father, if it be possible, listen to this line, let this cup pass from me. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Verse 42. He went away again and prayed a second time, saying, Oh, my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away and prayed a third time, saying the same words. So I find it somewhat amusing that this term is actually not found in the Bible, right? We, we've we all heard the term bitter cup. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that's actually not found in the Bible. Don't go Google that. that yep. I mean, you'll find it on Google, but not in your Bible. Yeah. Uh, Google is not my Bible. That's, no, that's right. That's good. good. good, answer. <laughs> good answer. Uh, the term bitter cup is not in the Bible. Uh, but Jesus does, in fact, talk about a cup here. Right. So he's talking about there's this cup language, this this cup. Uh, he says cup several times, both before and during the garden scene. So in the upper room with the disciples at the last supper, he's talking about this cup. Mm-hmm. And then in the garden, he's by himself praying about this cup, about this cup, about this cup. So there's this cup language going on. And yet nowhere does Jesus use the description for the cup as bitter. So we know, of course, that during his you know, discourse uh, in the garden, Jesus went through the severe agony and both praying and wrestling mm-hmm. uh, with submission to the will of God. In fact, we read in the book of Luke that Jesus was under such tremendous stress that his body actually responds by sweating drops of blood, mm-hmm. um, which is actually a medical. Yep. There's a term for that. Jesus prays three times while in the garden. Let this cup pass from me. Let this cup pass from me. Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless. Father, let your will be done. Mm-hmm. And so we see this tremendous toiling, this this serious stress, this definite discomfort going on in the Garden of Gethsemane. However, 
never once does Jesus describe that process as bitter. Hmm. He just calls it the cup. Mm -hmm. So this is what I get from that. Who put the name bitter on the front of that cup? Not Jesus. No. no. <laughs> we did. Yeah. I'm not even yeah. to say. I, yeah. just, I did. But we, we yes. mankind did. Yeah. We said what he went through. We look at that and we're like, that's bitter. Yeah. And Jesus never said that. Yeah. He just said it's a cup. It's what I have to deal with. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, and so when foretelling of the cup uh, that he would go on to drink in verse 27, Jesus, I, I read it for you already. Jesus actually thanks God for the cup. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He holds up this communion cup and he says to drink for this cup symbolizes my blood, which will be shed for the remission of sins. And then Jesus blesses it. He gives thanks for the cup that we call bitter. (laughs) So if Jesus never calls the cup bitter, if the Bible never describes this cup in that way, why do we? Why have we decided that pain is a bitter thing? Mm -hmm. Jesus didn't. Ironically, the term bitter cup was coined by us. And so in reading what Jesus went through and grasping the gravity of the situation, in perceiving the pain, we have taken it upon ourselves to call the cup that Jesus bore (gasps) bitter, Mm -hmm. even though Jesus never did. Hmm. And so as people, this is kind of what I want to talk about. As people, we have a tendency to assume that if something is painful, if something is difficult, if something is uncomfortable or stressful, well, then it has to be bitter. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's the only way our brains can like filter. Yeah. yeah like, I think it's really way. hard. Like that's the whole thing of flesh compared to your spirit. Does right. that make sense? Like your soul. So like that's the whole thing of like when you are a Christian, you can find a joy in the bad things because you are not relying on your flesh. So my question is. You can, but are you? No. That's the question. Because yeah, because I think we all agree. Yeah, we could can. Be, we could have joy in various trials, <laughs> but we're not going to. Like that's that's the that's just the of hard it. thing. Yeah. yeah, I think it depends on the trial because. Uh, so, and this is going to sound kind of wonky, but like if we're, I know me, wonky. Huh? <laughs> so let, let's say if you're going through something that no one else you know has experienced mm-hmm. before, okay, it is easier to say, okay, th- this is going to be, you know, hurt my flesh, but my spirit, mm-hmm. I'm going to be okay. Okay. Yeah. But if it is something that you know a lot of people have experienced and and you go to them and be like hey this is what's going on okay it becomes more difficult to pass through it because you're really relying on what man says versus what you know so Mm -hmm. so this is another question then does the unknown have to be bitter just because we don't know what it's going to be like what when we when we look at the unknown and we think because it's unknown, it's scary. Because mm-hmm. it's unknown, it's it's bitter. Mm-hmm. We're saying more about who gives us that future yeah. than we are about the future itself. Yeah. Jesus said that if, if you ask for bread, he's not going to give you a scorpion. <laughs> if you ask for, you know what I mean? Like God, all things pass through God's hand. And so yeah. when we're afraid of things, when we perceive difficulty as a bitter thing, mm-hmm. we're saying more about whose hands it came through. Yeah. I think too, it depends on how you look at it after you've gone through it. Yeah. So like if you're looking at all those trials and all those things and you still think they're bitter even yeah. after you came <clears> through <throat> them, it's going to make you think things are going to be bitter in the future. But if yeah. you look at the past and you think, you know what, that was better, it's easier for you to see the future things yeah. as better. Yeah. I almost feel like you're going to go through more bitter until you find out that it it's is better. That's it right there. Yeah. That's it right yeah. there. Absolutely yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. But how many of us don't learn that lesson? You don't. And so we're still stuck on that merry-go-round of mm-hmm. bitterness because yeah. we can't see that it is better. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I don't know. It just... 
we humans do have that. Like, I know this is a shocker for everyone at the table, oh, but no. I can sometimes on a very rough day when I haven't had coffee, be a bit of a pessimist Ooh. and think that the glass is half empty once in a while. That's amazing to hear you say that. Once There's in a, a lot of ones and ones. <laughs> that blue moon comes around a lot. The boy moon. The blue the moon. Boy moon. I mean, the blue. blue, blue moon. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, again, we have to we have to see who's giving the cup. Yes. We have to see whose hand the cup is coming from. And mm-hmm. so uh, whether we look at the, the agony Jesus goes through in the garden or whether we look at our own trials, mm-hmm. none of us like trials. No. But just because it's painful doesn't mean it has to be bitter. You can actually endure well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can actually go through something with joy, though you're hurting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about, I think Eric actually has a message on this, I believe. He's talked about it a hundred times. But that that verse where Paul says, um, I, I had a thorn in the flesh, I prayed three times, and God replied, basically, uh, my grace is sufficient for you. Thanks, God. Yeah. Uh, yep. For my, my strength is made great in your weakness. And so uh, what... Eric goes on to say a lot of times is that he believes, and I do too, that were God to actually start to take that thorn away from Paul, he said, don't you take my Mm -hmm. thorn away. I want that there. Why? Because he no longer saw it as bitter. Mm -hmm. He saw it as better. That thorn brought him closer to God. It it proved strength in his life Mm -hmm. and it gave grace and sufficiency where he wouldn't otherwise have it. You take away that thorn, all of that's gone. Well, I think that you can look at... and I think it's normal human nature to think like it is just the worst. Like I know that you've known of people that are going through things like there's people that have lost children that have, you know, lost family members, lost jobs, like different things that have happened in their lives. And you're thinking there is no way I could be able to go through that. Yeah. But they're living. They're doing yeah. their thing there. And some people are actually joyful thriving. in yeah, that yeah, and they're thriving yeah. in it. And you're like, how in the world are they doing that? And you think I could never. But God gives you what you need mm-hmm. when you're faced with it. He's not going to give you the <clears throat> peace for something that's not there yet. You have to endure it to get the grace for it. Yes. I liked that. Someone write that down. Yeah. You have to endure New it to get the grace alert. for it. Um, it but, but It's recorded. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we think she takes all the fun out of stenography. <laughs> uh, stenography. stenography. Uh, <laughs> just want to hear you say it again. The you. first time. Um <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to hear myself say it again. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, stenography. Uh, but but how often do we stop just short and not mm-hmm. get the grace that we needed? Yep. And we're like, well, why did Jamie get grace and I never got the grace? Because you never went to the bitter cup, the yep. better cup. And so, I don't know, maybe that be a reminder to each of us. But so, so again, Jesus actually thanks God. He literally blesses this cup that we call bitter mm-hmm. uh, because Jesus recognized that this was, in fact, a better cup. Yep. So how can we be so sure? Well, take a look at what Jesus said only a few chapters prior in Matthew 7, 11. I just quoted myself. I didn't realize I was going to say this. If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, be give good things to them that ask you? I didn't quote myself. That's the same section where he talks about the rock and the, right. and the bread. and the, yeah. um, So here Jesus is saying, <clears throat> sorry. It's falling apart. It over. really is. It's fine. It's a better cup this way. Uh <laughs> If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, do you guys like to give good things to your kids? Absolutely. Most Wednesdays. Uh, How much more shall your heavenly father, which is in heaven, give good things to you that ask him? What Jesus is saying here is you can trust the hand of our father to give you good things. Yep. Uh, And so here Jesus in the garden, he's asking God to let this cup pass, to provide a better way. And yet God's will ultimately was for Jesus to go through with drinking Mm -hmm. the cup of suffering. Though Jesus prayed for one thing, God gave him something else together. 
how many people have been sold the bill of goods that Jesus is, God doesn't do that. God gives me what I ask for, or he's not God. Yeah. Why did, why do bad things have to happen to good people? Jesus was as good as they get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't get what he asked for. Mm -hmm. He got the will of the father. Yeah. And so though Jesus prayed for one thing, God gave him something else altogether. And yet we conclude that this cup must have been a good thing because Jesus himself told us that the Father always gives good things to those that ask. Yep. This is what one commentator said. I thought this was really great. We need never fear the cups our Father hands to us. Mm -hmm. I want that on our t-shirts yep. and my good. calendars and coffee mm -hmm. mugs and wherever else I can plaster it. <laughs> we never need fear the cups our father hands to mm -hmm. us. So something tragic happens, something terrible happens, something I can, I just can't ever see overcoming happens in my life. Mm -hmm. I can fall apart, I can go to bits, I can say it's bitter and I can become bitter, or I could say, God only gives good things to his mm -hmm. children. If this came through his hands, if I believe he's sovereign, I have no reason to fear because yeah. it came from his hand. And I think <clears throat> this whole like scripture gives a lot of it gives a lot of insight to the whole thing of still asking for God to take something away because yeah. Jesus wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong in saying, take this from me. I, so am I right? So Jesus prays three times, mm -hmm. at least in Matthew here. He prays mm -hmm. three times and it says it specifically goes out of its way to say th the same words. Yeah. Like he said it again, the same words. Mm -hmm. So three times he prays. But Paul, the same thing. Mm -hmm. There's a thorn and, and Paul prays three times. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think three is a magic number. We should no. be, God, remove well, this thorn, remove this thorn. Well, they, they didn't get, get their So four must have the magic <laughs> yeah. number. But they, the point is stopped. this. It's not in the numbers. <laughs> yes. We are to keep asking, but ultimately we're not asking him to do what we want. We're yes. asking for his will to be done and to yeah. bring us into that. I think that's a huge difference because yeah. people get it twisted with their will versus yes. God's will. You know what I mean? And as creatures of the flesh and of our own will, we often make up our minds what yeah. we mm -hmm. want and we pray, you know what I mean, yeah. for what our will is. And God is just like, nope, that's your will. Yeah. I'm going to give yeah, you my will, which yep. in the long run is the better yes. will. Have you ever, I'm going to guess not you, but have you ever had your kids say, well, if you really loved me, you would do... My Ooh, you're gonna make me look like a horrible parent. <laughs> no, my children would never say that. My they child doesn't talk. My, yeah, if yours did, I'd be impressed. <laughs> Juliet said that maybe once or twice that I can remember. But if you love me, like yeah. usually in jest, is not yeah. very, very. She's not on the edge of a bridge ready to. But you get the point. If you really Goodness. loved me, you would give me candy or whatever yeah. it is yeah. she's asking for. And I still have to tell her, no, child. Yeah. Like I love you, smack, smack. smack. Yeah. <laughs> I would never do that. Please don't call the police. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that's the same concept here. Yeah. We ask him to remove it. He could remove it. And yet he knows we need this. Yes. This is better. Yep. I do love you. That's why I'm giving you this yeah. cup. And I think that's the thing is like, it's the reminder that you don't have to be okay. You don't have to be happy about it. Yeah. Like that's like this. It's not, he was at there. You don't say something to get rid of something three times and yeah, be like, really, really want it to be want, there. Yeah. And I think that's, it's a, it's an okay thing to not want to go through yes. those things. Yeah. However, you know that it's what's best for you. And Job's Job's portrays that all through mm -hmm. his story. All, constantly, he's asking why, you know, I just mm -hmm. take it away, make it better. And yet, ultimately, he came to the conclusion, God knows best, yep. I trust God. Yep. So I guess the question is, is as much as we say we love God, we trust God and everything, it seems like, you know, when the rubber meets the road, yeah. or however mm -hmm. that saying is, you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're we're more like, huh? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Like, you, 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 it's so, hard to <clears throat> so would you say that it's easy to say we trust God with good cups, mm -hmm. but it's with the bitter cups that we really 
determine whether we trust God or not. Yeah. Cheap's talk. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. Cheap is both ways. Cheap is talk. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. But it's when we drink those bitter cups that we're truly proving we yeah. trust him, not just saying it. But also, I, I think that like drinking the bitter cup, you know what I mean? Like to gripe as you drink the bitter cup isn't what God, yeah. you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he wants you to drink with the same enthusiasm. He wants you to drink the bitter cup with the same enthusiasm yeah. mm-hmm. as you drank the other cup. You, you know what I mean? I think like that's, that's the Jonah thing. situation. Yeah. Like begrudgingly, yeah. gulp, gulp, yeah. gulp, and yeah. like, here's a whale, here's a wicked, a shriveling plant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, the yeah. gourd. Story. Yeah, the gourd. But like you said, you see how bitter he is. Mm-hmm. Like he may be drinking the cup, but he's very bitter while he's doing it. And I think that's how most Christians go through this yeah. stuff is like, I'll drink it, God, because you said yeah. I have to. Yeah. But you're angry the whole time you do it, and you're not seeing the fruit of the Spirit come out of that. You're not yeah. seeing him through you, which is the whole point yes. here. Also, I think that like the the closer we get to God, the more our will aligns with yes. His will. So, um, you know, a, a new Christian who's not as close to God, if that's like such a thing, they may look at the same cup presented yeah. to you know someone who's mm-hmm. been a Christian for years and be like, "I'm not drinking right." right. You know what I mean? Right. And the mature Christian would be like, oh, I've been drinking this for years. Go, go, go. You <laughs> got yeah. it on tap. <laughs> <laughs> so really like your closeness yeah. to God really reflects on how bitter well, you Well, and that's the, that's the grace component too because I, I, the more you mature, the more you're enabled with grace to yeah. do those things. Right. But I think the other thing is Jesus is kind of the perfect example of what you're saying, Kevin, because ultimately Jesus does go through and drink it. And he even tells us, he tells Pilate, he tells them, I have the ability to stop this thing right here, right now. And yet he still went through with the cup. And so Jesus is the epitome of closeness to God. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yet yeah. he went through with it. And so what does that say for us? If we pass on the bitter cup, we're not very close to God. Yeah. I think there's a certain level of bitterness to each cup. Okay, because obviously we know what Jesus is talking yeah. about yeah. here. Okay. So like our bitter cup may just be to, I don't know, be nice to a coworker. Yeah. Okay. Or or be nice to someone who mm-hmm. Did you wrong in the past? Okay, well, to Jesus, he's just like it's a little more extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. He's like, you guys so, can't do this. And, and, and Give like, you one job. <laughs> and, and that's also like building on faith. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like, as you progress in your faith, the cup is going to become more and more bitter. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of like, think about it like people that are coffee drinkers. That when they. And actually, Jenny is like the first person I think about this for coffee is she started with yeah, I know milk, coffee flavored milk is yes. what she started with. And then she you know, started, that's pretty good. Nicely. <laughs> yeah. and then she would, you know, slowly take away the creamer, take away this. And then now she actually enjoys like not black coffee, but Sludge. like that's what I call it. Yeah. Well, she enjoys like an actual coffee now. And I think yeah. that's the thing. It's like it's a maturity thing. You want that sweet, nice. Yes, this is good. And then foo-foo. Yes. And then you So you can have foo-foo faith or bitter black coffee. Believe it. You heard it here on the NYC Godcast. What is that? Oh, this Oh, you bring the loony out in me, Jamie. Yeah, I know. It's not most people do. But that, that's the thing is like you start with this like frou coffee yeah. and then you want the bitter. You yeah. you you see the benefits of the bitter. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So at, at some point are we just like eating coffee without any water? Just the beans. <laughs> yeah, just like the beans. Exactly. I do I like chocolate the, I the You microwave the beans in a little bit of water. <laughs> <laughs> 
So God never said that we would always have enjoyable cups. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you guys are saying. Like mm-hmm. he promises to give us good things, but he never says we'll in, per se have to enjoy yep. them. He didn't say that God would always give us our way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus said that our good father will always give us good things. Yep. That is the only promise you can hold on to. No matter what any preacher or pastor or, or believer anywhere is telling you, that's all you're promised is good things from a good father. Mm-hmm. That is very different from the things you want, the mm-hmm. things that feel good, the things, health, wealth, prosperity, any of those things. Well, Even so if you pray, you're not promised those things. Yeah. You're promised good things from a good father. Mm-hmm. So um, my father, my biological father, told me right before I went into like the workforce, he goes, this is the deal at a job, okay? You show up for work, they're going to pay you. Like, like that's all you should expect. You show up, they're going to pay you for it, okay? So now as an adult, when people complain about things, about, you know, oh, we didn't get a Christmas gift. We didn't get a Christmas bonus. We didn't get a free yeah. turkey. I'm like, that wasn't part of, the, wasn't part of <laughs> the deal. You showed up yeah. and you got paid you for your day. Exactly. You got right, paid. No right. turkey necessary. Exactly. So here, like, God is, I will always give you good, like, yeah. there is no, like, you know, we have to just well, trust and that I think, that is. I think it's even, you know, we keep keep bringing grace back back up. Yes, he gives good things from a good father. But the thing is, he get, he also gives us grace. Yes. And yes. that's the thing we can't we can't sell that too short. No. He gives us grace for the things that don't seem good to us mm-hmm. to show us that they are good. Does right. that make sense? That grace component is the value here. Do you think that's the reason why we have like the it says he will always give us good things. But do you think that the reason why we get that so messed up is because we can't fathom a good thing being bad right we view cups with earthly eyes yeah we need yes. to view cups with sovereign eyes yes. eternal eyes yeah. um and so that's the difference god is looking at the grand scheme of all of all of eternity yeah and he's saying this is the best cup i can give you mm-hmm. why have we not used these this whole time this is the best <laughs> cup i can give you yeah and yeah we're looking at it we're like all i can see is how bitter it is yeah, uh, yeah. i'm just fixated on it and we're like the, the old saying is, if you could see what, if you knew what God knew, you would ask for what God. You would do what God, if you knew what God knew, you would do what God did. Yeah, exactly. Does. Does. Wants. You would, yeah, you would want what God wants. That's yeah. it. That was like five different that really was. that you guys just. Uh, <laughs> but you get it. Too many. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you got it. That's <laughs> so what I want to challenge us with today is this. If we knew the cup giver, we know that every seemingly bitter cup is in fact a better cup. This is the conclusion we find Jesus coming to in Gethsemane. If God is the one delivering what we will drink in life, it may not be fun or easy or enjoyable, but it is good and it is needed. It's important and intentional. God never gives a cup without the calculations. He never serves us pain without a purpose. He never is cruel and decides to give us a cup to drink simply because he can. Mm -hmm. Jesus, as oft, Jesus said, in the upper, upper room, as often as you drink of this cup, yeah. do it in remembrance of me. Now, we obviously know he's talking about communion here, and we should mm-hmm. remember his atonement for our sins. Absolutely. But could it also mean that as often as you drink of the cup, remember his suffering mm-hmm. and remember you've got a cup, too. Yeah. And remember the grace he was given to go through his cup and remember the grace you've been given too. remember how gracefully he did it. And remember... You should do it gracefully too. Yep. <laughs> I'm saying these things with a smile from myself. So you know, <laughs> And so we almost we we read this in reference to communion, but in context, that's not the only meaning here. Mm-hmm. The very next time our Lord uses this cup word, it is in the garden. 
as if Jesus were to say, I have drank the better cup for my father. And as often as you drink your cup, remember my willingness to suffer. Mm -hmm. Remember my gratitude for the better cup. Remember that I have blazed the path before you in all things. I too have been tested as you are. Remember that if the father gives me better cups, he will provide them to you too. And so what would it look like to live the Christian life accepting better, bitter cups from a good father? What if we actually embraced instead of evading difficulty? What as often as we drink of the bitter cup, we remembered Christ's willingness to submit and to follow suit. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. It's been challenging me. I'm excited for this month. I think it's going to be a great month. Yeah, uh, most sure. of y'all, Easter's ending the first week of the month. But we've got Easter all month long. Exactly. <laughs> Samity. That was a Kermit the yeah. Samity Sam. <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> Kermit sandwich. Oh, that would be good. I would eat that. I've a had frog, frog. sandwich. I've had yeah. frog legs. They're not good. No? no. Enough mayonnaise. Yeah. Hot or cold. (laughs) (laughs) And here we are full circle. Today's considerable quote is this. It would be a very sharp and trying experience to me to think that I have an affection, which I have an affliction. Let me try that again. It would be a very sharp and trying experience to me to think that I have an affliction, which God never sent me. That the bitter cup was never filled by his hand. That my trials were never measured out by him, nor sent to me by his arrangement of their weight and quantity. It's by Spurgey. Today's uh, feature content is actually a uh, camp song. We didn't sing it at camp, but it was like a song for mm-hmm. camp. Uh, Shane and Shane, Though You Slay Me. Really great, great song there. Uh, we sing it at camp. Did we sing it at camp? No, we didn't. Did I we don't know that it was I like... played it at camp. Yeah. Did we sing it at camp? Yeah. Who knew? We knew how to play that it anyway. Today's charge up challenge is this. On a piece of paper, draw a cup. Did you see that coming? That would be hard for me. Inside of the cup. (laughs) That would be hard. It's just a U. Like, that could be a cup. A U? Yeah. The letter U. And then put another U on the side of it for the handle. Ooh, coffee. Oh. This is getting fancy. (laughs) Inside the cup, make a list of difficulties, struggles, or pain that you're enduring in life. With the paper in hand, pray that God would give you the grace to see this cup as better. Ask him to remind you that nothing has entered your life which did not first pass through his hand. Uh, Last week's trivia question, I actually don't know the answer or question because I wasn't here. Um, Last week's trivia question was... Oh, that's right. I I read it. Okay. um, What does the Bible say is in the heart of every child? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe it was. And I don't have the list, but it was foolishness. Yes. Yes. Uh, the and other choices was love and but it, it's foolishness if you've been to camp you know that's in the heart of children it's hard uh, of, yeah. adults <laughs> yeah, all the children. yeah. Uh, Tiffany McDonald I believe was the first one I saw got it right so way to go Tiffany uh, thanks for answering that shoot you we weren't done oh he's giving us a Oh, there we Love, go. foolishness, faith, and kindness. Yes. Be oh. foolishness was the correct answer. Uh, so way to go to Tiffany for that. Um, that's not, that's not me. Things are happening. It was going this so week's good. question: <laughs> Who else does Jesus tell that they will drink the cup? Mm. Mm. A. The Pharisees. Mm. B. Mary and Martha. C. James and John. Or D. Judas. So make sure to comment below. Give us your answer there. We'll announce that answer next week's episode. Uh, who else had to drink the cup? I didn't kiss the mic. That was weird. <laughs> Uh, we wanted to announce that registration is officially open for the NYC 2023. Uh, for those of you who don't know yet, space is actually limited this year. Mm-hmm. And so we only have so many spots available. And so make sure to register to get your spot. 
Uh, I've got to say, we've been keeping iron retrogen. They are flowing in like mm-hmm. milk and honey, uh, of course. And so, <laughs> of course, <laughs> milk and honey. And so okay. Make sure. Yeah, I don't really know what that looks like, but it's happening here messy. at the NYC. And, and messy. Yes, that'd be <laughs> it's correct. very messy. And so make sure to register as soon as you can to get your spot reserved. Um, make sure to like, comment, subscribe below, share. We'd really appreciate that. We love hearing back from you guys. Shoot us a text if you have our number. If you don't, don't ask for it. Uh, <laughs> Just comment we below. We want to know what you, uh, what you think, uh, your concerns, um, the number for my psychologist. Uh, and so make sure to comment. Is that a very good one? <laughs> Aldi's version. Uh, I'm going to get that for you. I got to get that on the shirt. From all these. Uh, <laughs> all right, please end this. <laughs> we love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, Bye guys. Oh, yeah, exactly. I can't keep my eyelids open it. for air, let alone a laser. <laughs> I'll have to show it to you later. That's worse than Jackie Chan and <laughs> whoever the other guy was. <laughs>